1: Time once again to shine our community spotlight. And Robert Cochran is the CEO of the nonprofit Yes and Exercise. It deals with trying to create awareness and funds and research and hopefully a cure for Parkinson's disease. And Robert joined us now. Robert, the story on uh, how this began for you, it's telling. It's it, it came literally right to your doorstep with your dad. If you could explain how it first started and and how this suddenly became what is now a lifelong passion to find. Uh, continuing support and finding eventually a cure for Parkinson's.
0: You bet. Well, you know, lifelong A's fan here in the Bay and uh, dad saw as me becoming a fan throughout the eighties, the including, you know, the ups and downs, not so great teams and then really great teams. Um, he saw how much it meant to me. He wasn't really a big baseball fan, but what it meant to me as an evolving team was kind of a freedom. Me and my best friend, we'd hop on Bart and go to A's games and it just became our life. One summer we went to 47 games. So really, we were dyed dyed in the wool, as it were. And um, Dad recognized that that I took that passion as far as to go for my undergrad degree for a sports journalism degree, thinking I wanted to be the next, you know, Olbermann and you know Patrick type. And uh, he said, "Well, within that, would you like to maybe? How would you like to go to all the ballparks together? Because that was really the gauntlet at the time, right? And it was still meaningful to a lot of people, but it's like, wow. So we said, okay, we're going to set out and start doing this. Back in like 1990, we'll go to a couple of time." You know, at a time. We went to four the first year, including uh, it was the Midwest trip. So we saw Old Tiger, we saw Old Comiskey, we saw Old Milwaukee County, and um, the one that's still standing, which is Wrigley. Um, and then in uh, 91, we went on another mini trip out to the East Coast. And this time we saw Fenway before the renovation. So it was the real tight seats. And then uh, we saw Vet, uh, the old uh, dome that they had there, I mean, the old ring in uh, Philly. And then we saw Old Yankee. And then life got busy. You know, I graduated, he retired, and we said, we'll get to it. And strike happened. That changed my relationship with baseball for a little bit. And uh, you know, as things started to evolve back, and I think a lot of us, you know, came back to the sport and revisited themselves, dad gets diagnosed with Parkinson's, 2001. And now it's like, oh, you know, this, we'll get to it, the time thing, starts feeling compressed because we don't even know what it means. Um, you know, we knew Michael J. Fox, we knew Muhammad Ali, but what does this mean to have Parkinson's? So, uh, you know, we, at the same time, unfortunately, my mom, within two weeks, was diagnosed with stage 4 breast cancer. So we got a double whammy in the family. And from, you know, mom and dad looking at, you know, retirement golden years of just having, really looking good, all of a sudden they have serious health concerns. Thankfully, mom is a, a survivor and still with us today, as is dad. Um, but once she got clear and the good margins, we, you know, turned our attention and said, so dad, we got to understand what this Parkinson's thing is. And I rewatched field of dreams, all my eyes out, seeing the father and son thing from that angle. And I called him up and said, dad, you know, let's go, let's, let's do this. And he says, how? And I said, I don't know. (laughs) We'll figure it out. And, uh, and that's basically what we did. We, we, uh, we made our way across the country in 2004 seeing all 30 major league ballparks in two months, 20,000 miles with the help of the National Parkinson Foundation. They gave us the use of their 501 C three, uh, to help, you know, raise in kind. We'd, you know, get donated tickets from certain ball clubs. We get donated food. We'd sell it back to the fans for 25 bucks a head. And, um, you know, they'd get a good time with us. We'd get a document for the movie that we made out of it. And, uh, it was a great exchange and, you know, cobbled our way across the country. So we thought it was that was going to be a one-off because everybody in Parkinson's world said for a lot of people the, the idea was there's going to be a cure within ten years. Sadly, that didn't happen. So in 2014, now I'm a father, dad's a grandfather, and we're looking at you know some changes in him. And we say let's 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 revisit this. People are asking how's dad doing, and uh, as we start to you know go on a second journey, saying we're going to take the kids along and uh, and maybe go to you know the six ballparks built since 2004 we noticed dad's having some significant changes and degradations due to Parkinson's. And um, we have to start facing the truth that, well, number one, there's not gonna be a cure probably in his lifetime. And number two, we're gonna have to make some adjustments here if we want to live well, make the most out of what we have. And so that began a different kind of exploration. And I began to recognize myself as a care partner, not just a son. And how am I going to help dad, you know, live his life the best he can? So we made a second movie out of that. Got more involved. I became a clinical trial recruiter, understanding more about Parkinson's. Um, I introduced this concept of improvisation to my dad because I've been doing it as a you know an actor and a filmmaker, um, and you know said this philosophy could help you. This yes and idea, and you know basically it's a, you know admitting the truth. Yes, I have Parkinson's instead of trying to avoid it like a lot of people do, which is understandable. Nobody wants to have it. But by getting that truth, you get to the and, which is your empowerment. The and says, Oh, I I can do something about this, whether that's exercise, whether that's diet, whether that's socialization, all kinds of things. So out of that, you know, the 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 seed was was born for yes and exercise. Still a lot of proof about trying to make it happen. And those clinical trials, well, that turned into a PhD program, which I've been engaged in the last three years, graduating here in December. And uh that led to the nonprofit, yes, and exercise, which is now out there, and we're we're doing
1: online stuff for people with Parkinson's, and it's it's been really great. I I do want to get to that, and and what the uh, what the website and what the nonprofit opens up for people that have a lot of questions and are looking for information, but because you've been so heavily involved in this, if, if you could just provide some of those cold facts, the realization of what sure. people are dealing with people that, that are diagnosed and, and, you know, life expectancies and the challenges that families like yourself uh, have to come face to face with on a daily basis.
0: You know, it's interesting, what, what's not told most often is the individual story. And so the way we've framed that Um, to help people get to that place is to use storytelling, and that's one of the programs within Yes and Exercise, to help people take them on a hero's journey. And that's not just the people with Parkinson's, that's the care partner, and really we're gearing toward the medical wellness staff too. So using classic mythological structure, Joseph Campbell's work, to help people through a program that reframes their understanding of what it means to have Parkinson's, what their opportunities are within it and how to live their best. Because yes, if you're, if you're not taking uh, the proper medication, if you're not engaging, um, if you're not exercising, the degradation is going to happen a lot faster. So it's something that requires you to really live actively. And the social side really helps. Isolation is a killer. People see themselves go downhill really quickly. It becomes a vicious uh, cycle when they don't get out there. And so that's why it's, it's strange that the disease is taking things away from you. And at the same time, the best way to fight it is to say, I'm going to be out there.
1: When people see, like you mentioned, Michael J. Fox and Muhammad Ali, they, they see Michael still living with it and uh, being a successful member of society and saw that you know, Muhammad eventually passed away. Is that is that a double-edged sword is it is it a positive that people are getting awareness and learning more about it but also seeing you know the negativity and the challenges that are there how, how did those type of uh, celebrity if you will scenarios help try to get the message and continue to build awareness and help with yes and exercise and say we understand that and this these are the things we're trying to attack to to make the next person's life Not have to go through as much as what these have or or continue to go through? Well, the first thing is the truth is to face the truth that we're going to go
0: through it, right? I mean, unfortunately, because there is no cure for Parkinson's, it's hard to face that. But there's a human condition in that too that just says we got to face that we're going to die. And, you know, this Parkinson's may well accelerate that process. It doesn't mean that you can't live well through it. Now having the faces of Muhammad Ali and Michael J. Fox in front of this, one thing it does right away is it, it humanizes and equalizes it the fact say, it doesn't matter your status, privilege, background, anything, it can happen to anyone. There's, it, they really don't know the exact source of why it happens. There's good research that says there are some environmental triggers um, that point to prevalence, uh, a brilliant book uh, by a couple of doctors, Dr. Blom, and Dr. Um, uh Dorsey talk about you know those types of things ending Parkinson's disease I highly recommend that they're trying to get movements out there to 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 basically shut down the prevalence and then we can talk about finding a cure Um, so those things help to drive funding to drive awareness yes having those people involved and we uh, we visited the Michael J Fox foundation and found them to be great in fact we have a really great opportunity I I can't fully lift on yet we may be doing something very special with them in uh, January Uh, more on that soon but um, so those things help tell the story Uh, and and that's really what it is when you're trying to get awareness when you're trying to get funding and you're trying to get people behind it they have to understand what's the story and why does it matter what's the human element to this Uh, because you're not you're not a Parkinson's with person you're a person with Parkinson's so we have to know the individual and and by the way it manifests differently in every person, so you don't you don't have Parkinson's. Go, yep, I got the same. I got the same. Every person, if you met one person with Parkinson's, you've met one person with Parkinson's.
1: Robert Cochran is our guest. He's the CEO of the nonprofit Yes and Exercise Yes A and D exercise.com. Robert, when they go to the website, uh, you talk about telling the story. What what are the stories that are there for people to explore and and people to learn about?
0: So there, there's two programs underneath the umbrella of sand exercise. I'll start with the storytelling one, which is called Day One uh, PD Superheroes uh, and PD Parkinson's Disease. Uh, this refers to that hero's journey I mentioned. And we run two uh, sessions of clinical trials now, uh, one 27 week trial, another 12 week trial, where we took people on Zoom and uh, people with Parkinson's and one care partner too, through that hero's journey and had them reframe their narrative uh, about You know, explore and reframe the narrative also playing improvisation games to help develop confidence, uh, develop strength of of their voice uh, communication skills and uh, learn what yes and means and how to apply that to their lives and the effects of an excellent, and what people will find there, I think there are 22 interviews uh, with the people who have gone through the program. You can listen to their testimonials about what it was like to go through the program, and we'd love to, to have people do that, so that they can say, yeah, I think this is for me too, or I'd like to recommend you know, um, someone in my life for this program. That's the kind of thing we want people to know, so that's their number one. Uh, the other program is the titular Yes and Exercise, which is an improv program, and strictly, we, we play games online, and uh, there are some live events that are probably becoming, especially to the Bay, uh, maybe as soon as the fall, working with a couple groups. But the online version of it is great because we have people from around the world who you know get in and we play these games in, for now, what the forum is called is Jam for Joy. One hour, we get together and we we play games. And you know this isn't a performance-based thing. It's really important people understand that. They go, oh, I'm not funny, or I never had a background. This has nothing to do with that. I know if you've seen Whose Line Is It Anyway? Wonderful show and the comedy is great. We tend to laugh a lot, which means playing through our emotions, which means using our bodies in ways that maybe we didn't expect. means uh, paying attention to our senses in ways we didn't expect and responding to what is offered and saying yes and to each other repeatedly and finding out where we go. We go to weird, funny places. So we have a lot of fun.
1: Robert, because you've been dealing with this uh, on a very personal basis. I just wonder what has in programs and different settings that you've been a, a part of putting together. What have you seen in terms of putting, uh, you know, maybe putting a smile on on, the, on a Parkinson's patient, putting a smile on the family's face that there is still those strong connections that we simply do not want to let go of. That's right. You, you nailed it in a couple ways
0: there. Talking about the connection, talking about the smiles, the laughter, people. Uh, adults generally forget to play as we get older if for some reason we think that's for children only well The great thing is within improvisation is we reestablish that that this is childlike not childish behavior And it is absolutely our birthright to be creative to laugh with each other to respect one another and, and Just to to find ways to say yes and to each other culturally and societally especially I mean we hear it all the time People are in either a yes, but or a no world. So often there's just division. This is all about you know, coming together and, and finding each other in a positive way. We, we, we talk about it as a sandbox where everybody gets to play and it's equalized, meaning that it doesn't matter if we have a doctor in the room, we have a care partner, we have a person with Parkinson's, whomever, everybody plays together at the same level and you know, we, we we get to be within any game an astronaut, a uh, <laughs> a, a surfer, a uh, you know a truck driver, or whatever, and and we take on these things. Many people just thought I would never. I couldn't believe I would do that. And and they then therefore discover new pieces of themselves and are transformed to believe there's more of me than than maybe even I recognized.
1: You're going to have an event at the Coliseum in late September, tied in with with part of a series against the New York Mets on September 25th, Awareness for Parkinson's Disease, Awareness for Yes and Exercise. Uh, You touched on it earlier, uh, a couple of different things. Uh, People know my son is named after Dominic. DiMaggio. my dad is Joe. I'm Vince. Those are the three brothers. That's why he was named Dominic. My wife and I, we got married. Our honeymoon was at Wrigley Field. I mean, baseball's been a part of our lives. That's how we met each other. So... Howard, you touched on Field of Dreams. I'm the same way. My dad is no longer with us, but uh, those moments certainly are really, really powerful. And, and and as a girl dad too, I want I want the you know the daughters and the sisters to to continue their their love of the sport as well. But what does it mean for you, Robert, when baseball again is 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 so tied in for you with your dad, with that yeah. closeness that the A's are involved in that for you on September 25th. It's massive, um,
0: and and let me take just a sidestep to ask you: Have you been to the Field of Dreams in Di- in Dyer'sville?
1: I have not been there yet. I've, I've, you know, I've I actually lived in Iowa in 1988 when I worked in the minor leagues, but I've not been to Dyer'sville. It's probably a bucket list thing at some point, uh, but. I don't see myself going to Iowa in the dead of winter and usually I am see <laughs> during the
0: summer. So <laughs> hey, yeah, I was gonna say it would have to be something you'd you'd have to yes hand it off of a baseball trip if you had a roadie out there with the A's, uh, a couple hours uh, from, you know, Chicago or Detroit or something like that. And at any rate, it wanted to highly recommend it because we went during the uh the original Boys of Summer and then we went back last summer and we actually gotta spend the night in the uh the field of dreams house we did a screening of the third film on the field of dreams we did a you know a home run derby dad went up there and shocked it shocked the world by hitting the ball we're like oh my god he still got the swing so all of all of that is uh is still there and it leads now like you said to this game on September 25th which is you know a homecoming for us i i moved up back up here at my my parents request about a year ago brought my wife and uh and kids up here. We've been living in Las Vegas where the study's been happening. And um, you know, so I've been back where I grew up here, which has been great. And now we get to go to this ball game together. And the A's have been phenomenal. Uh since I think Dave Cavill and I found this mutual story of going to the ballparks together, he's done nothing but say, what else can I do? What else can I do? They did a screening for the second film, uh, the new parkway a couple years ago. They allowed me to throw out a first pitch, um, uh, which went not so great, (laughs) It's part of one of the- Were you on the top of the mound? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was one of the mistakes. And it counts, that's all (laughs) that matters.
1: You're on top of the mound, then whatever the result was, I'm okay with.
0: Okay, good, well,
1: yeah, if you ever want to see it, it's part
0: part of one of the films. The redemptive moment came that dad got to catch a first pitch uh, at a Parkinson's event with Dave Parker in Cincinnati, and he made a remarkable catch. And it's like, okay, dad did it. And and what's happening on September 25th, very excitingly, is my son's gonna throw out a first pitch to my dad. So we're gonna have this connection. Um, that's just gonna be an unbelievable moment. I get choked up even thinking about it, that they're gonna have that. Because the game of catch is so simple and yet so well metaphorically speaks about the give and take of life. And you know, obviously it works within the game. And it works with back and forth communication, give and take of, of of any energy and life force that we do with each other. So that's a beautiful thing that's happening on that day.
1: Robert, why was it important for you to, to, to document it as opposed to just simply enjoying it and having yeah. just lifelong memories with my dad and maybe some photos along the way, but you, you took it to another level well i mean people who
0: know me would say that's me uh (laughs) that my background would say too that i had been a um a narrative filmmaker for about 10 years up to that point you know i had the background in journalism so was certainly interested in documentaries but i had been doing i had a couple of feature films uh down my time in la that did okay um and you know had really sought that as my path i had recently done a um stephen king short and got to meet him we were really kind of hot on those things and then this came about, and it was more of a lark. It was kind of like, I think I can, so why not? And and by the way, this might mean something to people with Parkinson's. You know, we might be able to uplift, um, you know, the community by showing our journey to understanding, because that's a big part of having Parkinson's is, is understanding what does this mean. Um, and we interviewed people in every city, uh, with Parkinson's care partners, leaders in the Parkinson's community so that we got a foundation for ourselves and, and, and have been told over the years that we inspired others to, to basically take advantage of the time you have. That's the story that comes through and I'm most proud of is people see my dad's and my relationship as one they'd like to emulate and that
1: means the world. Yes. And exercise.com, that's the nonprofit website. Uh, Robert, there's a place certainly there for people to donate, and it, it opens up opportunities to to continue the the quest of of awareness and the quest of trying to find a cure. Are there other things that are happening inside yes and exercise that people, if if are there events that you have or other other ways that they can stay connected with what you're trying to do uh, with those in the Parkinson's community? You bet., uh, so a couple things.
0: Uh, Number one, we have a daily, you know, I don't know exactly what to call it, if it's a a blog or a vlog, but the woman who I call my first follower, who's a woman with Parkinson's, who challenged me so hard about what does this improv mean for Parkinson's? Why is this helpful? Uh, She's a fellow filmmaker who did a story about her journey through Parkinson's, and uh, we've developed a a really fast friendship uh, that has made her my, my first follower and, uh, executive of the, uh, the yes and exercise festival in Texas is our first fundraiser, which will take place in December. And that's where she lives in Austin. And, um, it is a, a model of basically saying, we're going to put on what we've been doing, show people the value of it, play and hopefully have a great big show about it. And then therefore, um, Know, give people the opportunity to say we yes and we want more of this it's based on another nonprofit um, that has been good to us and opened the model for us uh, called parkinson voice project they do voice therapy which is very important for people with parkinson's so you know that what what they gave us as much as anything was this pay it forward model and that's why we don't charge for classes we tell people look at come in, get the value understand it if you like it you're going to donate something and or get more people in or help us to find, you know, whatever we need to grow this program. It's very new. We just opened up the nonprofit two months ago and people have responded. So we're looking to do much bigger things uh, to to let people know and really launch this thing. And and I sure appreciate the time to let fellow A's fans know about this. So if they want to get behind it, as we build the program in place here in in the Bay Area to to say, how can how can we expand it? How can we yes and it?
1: Robert, you acknowledge the reality that maybe there isn't going to be a cure in your dad's lifetime. Yeah. But with all that you have learned and continue to uh, work toward with the goal of finding a cure, what what encourages you uh, at, in the fight on a day by day basis? What What do you see happening uh, either in the near future or, or hopefully in and the not too distant future that gives you optimism for those that are dealing with this awful disease? Well, one thing
0: that I'm encouraged by is, is seeing more, and this is something I push for now as a burgeoning scientist, more creativity in science. If we're going to find a cure, we're going to have to be creative uh, in doing that. And, you know, that that's going to mean... Um, knowing how to be creative and and some people really think it's binary that they're either creative or not and, and I'm a absolute advocate of saying everyone is creative it is our birthright let's let's develop that creativity and that mindset so we can approach this uh, problem creatively and 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 come up with you know whatever solution we do from the most bizarre angle who cares right In the meantime, knowing that that that's happening and creativity is growing. And I'm going to do my part to light the fire under the scientist's feet to to work that way is to let people know, let's control what we can and let go of what we can't. None of us who I I am not that type of scientist who who is going to find a, a cure that way, right? I'm going to help inspire others to do so. I can inspire people to live their best. In the meantime which by the way one of those people who i help inspire to live their best that person might be the one who finds the cure so it's 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 feeding the foundation so that you know the the picture is set correctly instead of funneling everything into doing things the same way repeatedly let's creatively approach this scientifically responsible of course we we follow our, our patterns and paths yes and we look at things creatively open ourselves up to transformation and discovery that's the path to finding a cure, I think.
1: It's so enlightening that the bond between a father and a son, uh, even in the most difficult of times, still moves forward and it's intertwined with our great love for baseball. So Robert, we wish you all the best. Yes and exercise, Yes, and yesandexercise.com. That's the nonprofit, that's the website. Uh, as they continue to build awareness and push toward a cure for Parkinson's disease. September 25th, the A's and the Mets, Buck Showalter's team in town. And it should be a lot of fun as we have a awareness night that night as well. Robert, wish you all the best. Thanks for joining us on this Community Spotlight, and look forward to meeting you at the ballpark. Look forward to it, Vince. Thank you. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.